When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Breeding, Bloodstock and Banter with Gareth Hall and the Captain. Hello, Gareth Hall with you. Welcome to the Breeding, Bloodstock and Banter podcast with the one and the only, the Captain, Guy Moldcaster. We're recording this on a Wednesday morning, Eastern time at six minutes past seven. And let's catch up with Guy Moldcaster. Guy, where are you this morning? In the car heading to Warwick Farm, Gareth, we finished up at Caracas last week and we're into the classic sale this week at Inglis's. The big question is, Captain, have you got enough money left after your spending spree on the Gold Coast and then down there in your home country country at Caracas? Yeah, we'll be rustling up a few more punters this week. Gareth, I was out there yesterday, seen some pretty good horses. Might be a bit of value this week, so looking forward to it. Going to have a bit of a ring around later in the week, get a few people out there and sell a few more dreams. Okay, then. So you think that this sale, it always it always delivers a good horse, doesn't it, the classic sale? Definitely does, Gareth. What's impre- and we've got the English Millennium on Saturday as well. Yes, worth a couple of million dollars. And you've got that much money along with your fellow friends there with Switzerland, obviously owned by Coolmore, that it's like two millions not enough for you, so you bypass that race. Yeah, it's all about bounce of the ball, Gareth, and the timing of runs to get into the slipper, and that's their, that's their main objective. And uh, I saw him work yesterday morning. He worked very nicely, and fingers crossed, heading into the silver slipper next Saturday. Is there any Switzerland's at the Classic Sale guy? Well, I hope so. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Karaka first of all. Um, combining book one and two statistics, the aggregate was $91 million, which was up. Nine million last year, which is extraordinary. The average was one hundred twenty-two thousand. The median was ninety thousand, which was up ten thousand from last year, and the clearance rate about the same at seventy-six percent. So Andrew Seabrook would be getting a bonus, you would imagine, guy. Yeah, well, he's been working there for about thirty-five years, so I'd say he's probably got a bonus most years. And how did you find the sale? You were active once again. You've got you've had a lot of success there at Caraca. Yeah, it's been good to us, Caraca, Gareth, and. You know, we were lucky. We had a couple of very good owners that were happy to invest last week and we bought some pretty nice horses. I do think there was probably 100 horses too many in the first book. Yes. And then and then the second sale was probably dragged out a little bit too much. They probably could have done it in two days and tied it all up. But that's not my job anymore. I'm a, I'm a buyer, not a not an agent for a sales company. No, but you you have the the big opinion on this podcast. Well respected bloodstock agent that's worked at as I learnt in New Zealand. You've done it all basically in the sport of thoroughbred racing. So, do you think there's too many horses in book one? And did you stay around for book two? Did you purchase any in book two, guy? Didn't purchase any, but I, I looked at a good number of them, yes. and there were some quite nice horses in there. But you know, there was a few. There was quite a number of bargains in the first sale as well, Gareth. Yeah, and you just have to look, and you have because you, you purchased a few horses. I think I was looking at the results, at least two or three under a hundred thousand dollars New Zealand guy. Yeah, we got a nice Ocean Park for ninety, and we got another horse. Um, 
by the new sire at Windsor Park, whose name just eludes me just at the moment, but that one was 85,000 yes. and he looked a pretty nice horse. Yep. So, um, Maximus, that's it. Yes. Circus Maximus is the name I was looking for. Thank you. So, what's the process with horses when you purchase them at Caraca with, with Chris Wallace? Eh? Do, you, do you leave them in New Zealand or do you send them back straight away to Australia to get them broken in? Uh, the majority of them will go straight back to uh, Lansdowne Park in Cambridge. Dave Dooley and his, and his wife Jude look after them for us there. And they'll have uh, about eight days off in yeah. the paddock. And then I think today the first lot of them are actually heading into the breakers. Okay, so they're, there you go. they're heading into Riversley Park today. And that'll be, that'll be half of them. And then in two weeks' time, the other half head in there. And uh, in four weeks' time, they'll be broken in back at Lansdowne having a little holiday. And uh, we'll just keep repeating that system until yep. we're happy with them and then move them around to trainers throughout New Zealand. And they'll probably do uh, up to six months in New Zealand. Chris and I'll go over in about a month's time and have a look at them, work out what we're going to do with them after that. Since, well, that's an interesting process. So, yeah, well done, Guy. Great to see you buying up. And I met one of your clients there on the on last week. I think, yeah, it was last week in New Zealand. Nev Morgan, what a legend he is. I've admired his colours and the success that he's had. And, um, you know, he's a he's a better bloke. There you go. He's a, With a, he's man, a top man. He's a top, top man. man. He's a top yeah, he races man. a lot of horses, Gareth. Yeah. Good. And he, had, he actually had a winner on... Saturday at Ipswich saluted about $8.50, which uh, eluded everybody. Okay, so he didn't tip it. No, there was no tip. And I think when it went across the line, the commentator actually said, well, the trials told us nothing. <laughs> well, the trials have told me nothing about you over the years, so there you go. <laughs> uh, what about at these yearling sales? We're, we're live there Friday, Monday, Tuesday. So can't wait. I don't know where we're going to watch the Super Bowl on Monday, but we'll have to find uh, a we've spot. We've got a box. We've got a box. I have you. We might have yes. to. We'll have to broadcast live in your your area there, guy. But um, we this... can we can get you to sit in the corner of the box and watch quietly. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that might yeah. be a little bit difficult when you're doing a radio show. Giddy up, of course, Australia's number one racing show these days. Um, Extreme Choice, I'm Invincible, Twazia, She Will Reign, Yankee Rose, Vow and Declare, and there's more, Classique Legend in her time, Brazen Bow, Hellbent, and Castle Vecchio. So a couple of nice up-and-coming bulls there now, um, have been purchased at these sales, guys. So that's your job. I would probably, if I had to choose one, um, maybe an I'm I'm Invincible would probably be the best horse. If you could find me one of those, please, for an extreme choice. Yeah, well, um, I'll be doing my best for you, Gareth. And um, I hear we're heading to Perth in a couple of weeks. Are we? I thought you didn't want to go to Perth, but we can go to Perth if you want. Well, I'm definitely locked. Then. Hey, I thought you were only doing Adelaide, Launceston and Perth was out of your, like it was too far for you, Guy. No, well, I've, I've put a pin through Tassie yes. and we're going to go to Perth instead. I think I've got an order for us in Perth and I, I told the people who, who emailed us that we might not be there. But um, if David Houston wants to look after us, we'll be there then. We'll probably we'll probably get a game of golfing as well, Gareth, won't we? Well, we should. We should. Uh, might head to... Down, oh, the, down the Swan River. Yeah, beautiful part of the world. Maybe the Hunter, Maybe we'll go to the Margaret River a couple of hours down the road. Um, have, who's looking at those horses for you in Perth? Because the inspections have started already. Well, no, that's just on-farm inspections, yeah. Gareth. They don't really 
Yeah, we'll be we'll get there on on the Monday. Yep, Swan Valley. It's bloody hot there when it's like it'll be if it's thirty odd degrees inspecting horses, Captain. I'll be worried about you. You might have well, to get your apprentice there to help you out. I don't know if we can really run to take the apprentice yeah. all the way to Perth, Gareth. He's expensive to run on a good day. <laughs> um, eight hundred lots, eight hundred eight lots on on offer there at the Classic Sale. Vova Silver, cutest West Speed Racing Rewards SA. So there's all types of horses there that will be qualified or eligible for those particular breeding schemes, which is terrific, Guy. What's the difference between, say, like I'm based in Melbourne. I'm thinking that we might we might participate at Premier instead of Classic, but you could twist my arm. What's the difference in the sales? Not really a hell of a lot of difference, Gareth. Okay. Both run them by the same, same sales company, basically similar levels of horses. Yeah. Uh, and I think you'll probably find that this week, the New South Wales trainers will be a tad stronger than they will be at, at Premier and in the months' versa. And vice versa, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, geez, Snitzel's doing a wonderful job, of course. He's the sire of Switzerland. Prost. You would have done that a few times there on your, your days on Kentucky Tours there, Guy. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, Gareth. Yes. Um, he was impressive. He did it at both ends. In fact, Gay Waterhouse, well, like Lady of Camelot on the same day went quicker. Do you, I know you listen to Giddy Up, don't you, on a Monday morning. We identified yeah, that Lady yeah. of Camelot was going to the Blue Diamond Stakes. Well, it was a strong chance anyway, Captain. She was $13 yeah. with Bet365 when we announced it. I went to a break. I looked at my phone. She was she was into $6 and the second favourite. So we completely stuffed that up. We should have backed it before we mentioned it, but we did um, we, we love giving it to our family first. Yeah. So yeah, but she, mean, she's going to be hard to beat in the Blue Diamond, Captain. Yeah, going the other way, I thought that, that Coleman was impressive enough like, last week. Yeah. You know, so I think it's going to be an open Blue Diamond myself. I think it's going to be stronger than I thought it would be. And then you have a look at Coleman. Yearlong um, are doing a good job. I reckon they'd be pretty happy with some of their stallions that are striking at the moment, like V8's leading the way for Grunt and... And Coleman's leading leading the way for their first season, Simon Pirata. Um, he's yeah. a lovely looking thoroughbred. Yeah, but I mean, Mr. Jang puts plenty of money and he deserves to get a few results, doesn't he? Yeah, 110% he does. And he's in for a big couple of months because not only he's got some nice horses going around, um, he'll be selling a record amount of horses at the one sale, at the premier sale. I think he's got a whole barn 77. to himself. 77. And that's unheard of, really. And, um, it is. I and think in Gareth, world racing. Are, you, are you translating this into Mandarin for him? No. Hey, I reckon Mr. Zhang knows what we're talking about. Yeah, I definitely. Reckon, and I, I think I've he watched him. Giddy up, doesn't he? Yeah, I've watched Mr. Zhang on the on the um, sales grounds, and I see everybody like walking around with him, and there, and he's got his translator there, and I'm thinking Mr. Zhang knows every word you guys are saying. So he, <laughs> he, I, he's a smart cookie, I reckon. Um, Calix the, had a first Southern Hemisphere winner there the, the other day, um, which is Cornwall's Shuttle Sire with Get a Fix for Johnny O'Shea um, winning nicely. And Get a Fix, our mate Tommy Papley listens to this show, the Sydney Star, um, um, was a part owner of Get a Fix. He was he was a bit excited in the mounting yard as well. I thought, oh, he might be he might have his mind on other things, guy. But it was a really good effort. Yeah, it was it was uh, wasn't a bad field that race last week as well, Gareth. Yes, Railway so, Man know, was a flop. Two point five. What's that? Railway Man was a flop. Two point five million dollar colt for Kiramar and David Eustace. 
Yeah, you got to remember, he actually trolled a lot better than he ran. So I think you'll probably have a little look. You might find a bit of an excuse for that. Yeah, well, Kira Ma said he was disappointed. The horse will go for a break. And he says, you'll see a better horse next time. And yeah. uh, Matty Damon's horse by Castlevecchio um, called Dale. Probably he was okay. He didn't. It, there was a lot of expectation on that colt, um, and he performed okay, but he was down the track. But it was a fascinating Wednesday two-year-old race anyway, Captain. Yeah, but we're more worried about Saturdays. Nobody really cares about Wednesdays, do they, Gareth? Well, I think except, sometimes. Except our man, Jackson. Yes. Because he's got another Blue Point favourite today, race one at Warwick Farm. Oh, I think everyone, like, Blue Points, we're going to be careful here because we love Dali, but Blue Points, I think they're three, they have to be three-year-olds, don't they, Guy? Because they're not two-year-olds. Oh, I think <laughs> you're going to find that so many of them race and so many of them have shown ability that by the end of the season, they'll have a heap of winners and all will be forgiven yes. with Jackson. And he knows it was all like only tongue and cheek, and we hope his horse turns out good. How much? I'm going to have a quick break, Gareth, and I'll be back with you in a minute. All right, we'll take a quick break here on the Breeding Bloodstock and Bannon podcast, and we'll come back with plenty more. You're listening to Breeding Bloodstock and Banter with Gareth Hall and the Captain. You're with Gareth Hall and the Captain for the Breeding Bloodstock and Banter podcast with the one and only. Guy Mulcaster, he's live on the grounds. So we're, um, we're talking to him on the grounds there at Warwick Farm as he inspects the yearlings ahead of the classic sales. We'll be there tomorrow or Friday morning for Giddy Up and then Monday and Tuesday as well. So looking forward to it. Um, Ozzy Kerr and his team buy up more a little bit in New Zealand. Some tried horses there as well. Molly Bloom, how much do you think that they paid for the 1,000 guineas winner? Molly Bloom, their guy. <laughs> Probably about as much as your wages for five years. Okay. Mm. Mm. It's a lot of money. Um, yeah, a lot of money. Daughter of the Derby winner, Ace High. Um, yeah, she's re- a very good filly. So very good. I reckon Chris Waller might be a chance to get her after she finishes off her time with Lance O'Sullivan and Andrew Scott guy. I would imagine that would be the case. Well, I I'm not privy to that information. I'd say Kieran Mara would be kicking up for it just as much. Yep. Um, there's no doubt about her quality, Molly Bloom. We probably didn't see the best of her. I don't think the track conditions suited her there at Ellerslie there for Karaka Millions Day. So before that, she was really good. Um, Did you actually see any races that day, Gareth? (laughs) That's a good point you make. I I saw a few. Um, Yeah. Toronado, great to see the sweat and stud side. He's been a superb horse for so many years now. Um, He had a big weekend in Hong Kong winning a group one. With yeah, he did. Helio's Look, Express. Yeah, it's a decent horse too, isn't it? Yes. You know, Hubert just uh, took his time on it, as he always does, and it was just far too good for them. And before that, he, he won with Victor the Winner, who won the Centenary Sprint Cup. So, yeah, Victor the Winner's a pretty nice horse too. And that's good signs if you're selling a yearling by Toronado because the the Asian market, if they can see a horse like Coronado doing what he's doing of recent times, they will be spending up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I might even try and buy one and then put it into the ready-to-run sale in New Zealand. Guy, that might be a recipe for success. You never know. You and, you and everybody else. Yeah, Mr. Brightside will lead the way, I would imagine, there from Superstars returning to the racetrack. He goes around the Group 1 CF4 stakes on Saturday. He had a trial on Friday at Geelong. I thought he was pretty good. Was it? No, it was Friday at Flemington to jump out. He takes well, on. I think, yeah. 
I think Mr. Brightside would be the only person happy that alligator blood's on the sideline. Yes, but I thought he had his measure anyway at, at last year, Mr. Brightside. So um, he would have said, bring it on, alligator blood. It was a bit like the, the Federer and the Dahls type of battle with those two. Um, and Mr. Brightside, I reckon maybe alligator blood had a little bit of a... Uh, he had the advantage in the early part of their clashes, but I think... Mr. Brightside announced himself as a better horse last season. Um, yeah, but you'd never know. There might be a new kid on the block this season, Gareth. Well, we've got to work out who that might be, Captain. So, yeah, well, you know, there's some pretty nice horses been trialling up in Sydney in the last couple of weeks. You just don't know, really, do you? A, t- a tissue worked at Caulfield Tuesday morning. V8's at seven fifty with Bet365. Pericles at $9, trialled the house down. Pride of Jenny may be too short for her at 1,400 metres. She doesn't get the You would have thought so, yeah. yeah. Um, attrition at 15, Riff Rocket at 15. Who beats him, basically? But uh, I don't think anybody beats Mr. Brightside no. this week, but it's a long old carnival, isn't it? It is. Hey, I'll give you a winner. Um, Asfura will be hard to beat in the Rubiton um, on Saturday. She's nice and short, but I can't see her getting beat. Um, no, well, she goes good at Caulfield, doesn't she? I think there's a nice race maybe in Oakley played in her this this time yeah. in Kai. Um, she deserves yeah, 11, to win a group. Yeah, 1100's a bit different to 1,000 though, isn't it? Yeah, I've got one for and you. And you've got to remember the Oakley played will have full field too. 100%. I've got one for you, Guy. I reckon you should have yeah. a bet on this horse now. Um, What's that? Griff in the Eskimo Prince. Tis Invincible, I don't think, goes there in the Eskimo Prince. Mm. So Griff will start a short price favourite, I would imagine. It's the trialed well. It did. It'll be winning the Eskimo Prince. Um, um, I've got another one for you here. The Peter Legrand Stakes. It's into two eighty now. Shaken. She's heading to Melbourne. She's a very, very fast filly out of Earthquake for yeah. Godolphin. Oh well, that'll be good. And you get blue two- colours will be firing everywhere on the weekend. You get two twenty for Asfura as well. Who wins the English Millennium? We'll both be there. Odison. Is he the horse to beat? No James McDonald, I would imagine, or is he riding on Saturday? Um, I haven't had the latest update on James from Vaucluse, but no. I think... Uh, he's I not think riding he's, today. No, he's definitely not riding today. But, uh, you know, he, he has been known to make miracle comebacks. He has. He has, because he's got Shinzo, I think, on Thursday at the trials, hasn't he? Uh, yes. Yeah, well, I know. I know that Shinzo's trialling Thursday, but... He's not really a trial man, our man, J-Mac, is he? He sort of likes to chime in for the big days. He is a trial man when Shinzo's going around. It's interesting, too. That sale for um, Storm Boy shouldn't be far away. My mail is, anyway. So it'll be interesting to see. There's been a bit of talk on social media of recent times regarding, will Coolmore just say, okay, thanks, thanks, but um, see you later, Hippo. And Ryan Moore might just jump into that seat there, Guy. Oh, I don't know, but uh, just, I'd leave Hippo on, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, he's done nothing wrong, but it is a business he's done these nothing days. Nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, looking forward to seeing. I don't. I think Tom Kitten goes around in the Eskimo Prince. So, looking forward to seeing how he comes back. I, I doubt Tis Invincible will be there. So, um, great racing in both states there on Saturday, Captain. Yeah, and looking forward to having a day with you, Gareth, on the uh, company credit card up there in the uh, in the box there at uh, Royal Randwick. I've got my man, Lee Thinnes. He's going to be on duty. 
We're going to have a decent old go on your credit oh, card Saturday. Beautiful. I thought that you'd be too busy there at the sales there inspecting that you're trying to find your next champion, but I'm glad you made time for us, Captain. What about the big story that we talked about on Giddy Up throughout the week that former AFL boss Gilla McLaughlin is a strong chance of taking over as Racing Victoria's chairman. Now, I think there's still a little bit of water to go under the bridge, but he's pretty close and... He'll just have to work out. I guess he's got to work out what's going on in his own life. And once he works that out, then he'll take on that role. I think he'll bring people onto that board that he wants. And I think he'll make a difference, Guy. I think he'd be terrific for the game. I think he'd do a great job, Gareth. Yeah. But I've got a lot of I've got a lot of yearlings to inspect now, so I can't be just going through the races with you for days and days no, and days. No, you haven't got cap hey, Captain, before you go, um, we've got the we've got your 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 young, um, well, I don't know, your young student here with us, um, Jackson France. Jacko, hello to you. Captain's in a hurry. Morning, Gareth. At least Morning, he's Gareth. less grumpy than he was yesterday, last week, which is a positive. We had a few people texting about the captain's uh, behaviour on air last week, but he's... Um, well, he's all really, right now. He's back in business. Well, that makes him famous anyway, the captain. He's like it's, a box of chocolates. Yeah, everyone loves you. You just don't know what you're going to get with him. Take <laughs> it away, Captain. Got, uh, I mean, me, um, Jacko. First two questions today, or the only two questions come through from Cal, and he says, which first crop stallions progeny have you been most impressed by so far this sales season, Captain? Uh, I've been really keen on the Farnans, actually, and uh, managed to get one in New Zealand. Beautiful horse. Last one is why European bred horses lighter boned and generally less precocious in comparison to Australian bred gallopers. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. That's way past my pay, pay grade trying to work out bone density and things like that. I'll leave that to some other expert and uh, I'll catch you next week, boys. Do you have a winner for us, Captain? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Race, uh, race seven at Warwick Farm today, number two. Introducing and what about if we have you got any horses available from the Caracas sales from Guy Moldcaster Bloodstock and what about if we're interested in you choosing as a champion coming up at the English or the Classic sale I mean the 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 English Classic or the English Premier sales Guy or even Perth yeah, you're well, telling just, us just flick us an email at g dot at hotmail dot com and I'll be able to accommodate you g dot Moldcaster at hotmail dot com <laughs> All right, guys. Good we'll on you, boys. We'll see you on Take Friday. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Captain. See ya. Ho, yeah. ho, ho. <laughs>